Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello, everybody. My name is Min, and I'm here with Matthew from our office. And you're listening to the SDA Housing Podcast, a show that explains, highlights, guides, and brings awareness about all things SDA in this ever-changing NDIS world. Matthew, how are you today? Very good. Very good. What is our topic today, may I ask you? Uh, so our topic today is the refurbishment requirements uh, for taking a existing residential house and turning it into an NDIS probably or an SDA house. AKA, the common question is, can I renovate at my house for it to be SDA? Matt, how often do you get asked this question from uh, clients ringing up the office? Uh, a, fair, a fair few people ask it, actually. It's a very common question. Another question that I also get is, can a house be used just as, as an NDIS property with no additions to the property at all? Okay. So let's just go go to the... The nuts and bolts of these numbers here, Matt. I mean, in front of you, in front of you and I here is a Appendix F called Minimum Refurbishment Costs for New Bills 22-23 on page 38 of the NDIS price arrangements. Price arrangements. So, I mean, if you're looking, uh, you know, you're just looking at. So I'm just going to pull out some of these numbers. So, say you wanted to do a high physical support house to residents. You're looking at a minimum refurbishment amount of three hundred eighty thousand. Uh, but that's with no OA amount. So I think we should go to the with OA. So with OA, you're looking at four hundred, four hundred and two k. But if you're having a four bedroom house, which is OA plus three residents, the minimum cost to prove is six hundred nine thousand renovation costs. Now, I want our listeners to think about that for a second. The government rules are you must prove that you spend $609,000 renovation of your existing house um, to be SDA compliant. Now, you might think as a listener, oh, I'll just spend six hundred grand; it should be fine, right? Well, no. There's a little bit more to compliance for SDA, isn't there, Matt? Yes, absolutely. And what are those um, requirements, please? I think on your... So to qualify as a new build under the NDIS SDA, the dwelling needs to comply with the following five conditions. Number one, Date of certificate of occupancy. Number two, total number of residents in the dwelling. Three, design requirements of the dwelling. Four, density requirements. And five, age of the dwelling. Cool. So as some people may not be aware, obviously the, the new inquiries would not, would not be aware, there's a uh, density compliance. Uh, and Matt what, Matt, what is that density compliance? Uh, so I believe what it's referring to here is the 10% maximum in the state. Yeah, but this, this is more to the site. So, so as you may remember, Matt, when our houses begin construction, before they actually start construction, the builders normally ask for a, a letter of um, density requirements, compliance, from the provider. So they will normally issue a letter, Matthew, do you remember, um, which says, you know, this, this floor plan on this address 
compliance with identity requirements. So we do a lot of that. That normally occurs before the build starts for our normal process. So in this scenario here for a renovation, yes, if you meet the minimum requirement here, a four-bedroom renovation to be $609,815 renovation cost, um, you got to have the quote and paid for proof of payment uh, and also the compliance, density compliance as well. But, let, but Matt, let's just go backwards a little bit here. I think we're going forward too, too quickly here. Who in their right mind would spend six hundred nine grand for renovation? No one. Given the fact that a brand new build is roughly the cost, isn't it? Yes, correct. Yeah, so you're looking at, I mean, yeah, brand new build would be that price or maybe a bit cheaper than that price. And it's just, it just, the numbers don't really stack up at all. So the government's trying to enforce brand new builds for participants. I think that's um, obviously from the perspective of an SDA home, uh, making sure that it's uh, purpose-built from the ground up, and I think also to a lesser extent to stimulate the building industry. Also, Matt, I think if you were to, to, to be that, I wouldn't say crazy, but to be willing to spend 609 grand for a renovation of an existing house to a SDA-compliant HPS house in this scenario here, Good luck trying to find a builder. Yeah, good luck trying to find someone who renovates the house. And if you do, are they building? Are they making sure that it's compliant? Are they? Are all the renovations fitting in with making sure that the property actually um, can be certified as a SDA property? Are you going to spend that six hundred nine thousand? Then find out at the end. Oh, um, you know, we missed something. We didn't go over it as thoroughly as we thought it would. You're better off knocking the house down, Matt. Let's be honest. Yes. Yeah, 100%. If it costs 609 to build a new house, you might as well knock the old house down and start again. Exactly, yeah. Because it is hard to retrofit or refurbish something. It is. Yeah. But that, that, that there, Matt, is 609 for the HPS. Can you read the other numbers, please, for the road bars and the, and the FA and the ILs, please, with other way? Uh, so we'll go with uh, three, so four-bedroom house again. Yeah, so this is for three residents. Uh, so that's sort of robust. You're looking at... Uh, 495 uh, K, and then for fully accessible, you're looking at 417, and improved livability, you're looking at about 250 K. So improved livability is not that bad, but definitely if you're doing HPS, it's just it's ridiculous. Now there's a there's a magic date here, 2016. If the house is after Built after 2016, meaning the certificate of occupancy is after 2016, you don't need to comply with those numbers, don't you? Only if you built the house, the age of the house is before older than 2016, okay? So if it's older than 2016, prior or well, prior to that, then you might spend 250000 on the IL, as you said, and 609 for the HBS one, as you as you said, because I get I get approached a lot with the question. Well, I just built this house. You know, it was built two years ago. Why would it need to be renovated? Okay, <laughs> so let me answer that question. So, yes, Mister Klein, if we're so two years old, a minor renovation is all you need, as long as you have a SDA assessor signing off on the whole house as being compliant: bathroom, bedroom, hallways, kitchen, r- r- um, entry in and out of the house. So, yeah, in right? theory. In theory, as long as it's signed off by the SASSA and lodges it to the government. So, you know what? If you're one of those guys who's being very, you know, picky about this 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 requirement, then go take it up with the government. You know, that's the rules. I would say as well, though, um, you know, in theory, yes, you 
could have your house, you know, which is say one year, two years old. But in order for it to be compliant, the doorways, the whole holes would have to be larger to match HBS, which would involve you ripping out the ripping out the walls. Mm. That's that's not a trivial task. The look, I think it's one point two or one point three. I don't know the exact uh, minimum measurements for width of the um, hallway, but I've spoken to many other providers, and they think 1.4, 1.5 meters wide should be should be what it should be should be this, the the width of the hallway. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be lower, much more lower than that. So to answer his question, why should I renovate it? Well, mate, the bathroom's too small. How do you move, how do you move around in a, in a a tight squeeze bathroom in a wheelchair? How do you fit through a doorway if the the doorway is too small? There are width requirements for door to, for access into bedrooms and doors and hallways, obviously. So um, we don't we don't tend to argue with those people, man, who are very stubborn. The rules are the rules, and they're, they're meant for for the safety of participants, I guess. Yeah. So to answer your question, um, he who shall remain unnamed, which is almost everyone who asks this question, right? <laughs> uh, you cannot take shortcuts to renovate. Yes. Um, so there's like, yeah, there's two, I guess, points to take out of this that renovation is either very expensive, it can be very expensive, and the other part of it is it must be compliant. So it's no use doing this all this renovation if at the end of the day it's not compliant, can't be assessed to be an SDA, and then cannot be rented under under the funding set. So let me just read this, Matt. So this this first point, date of, date of certificate of occupancy. Let me just read it out word for word. There are two options to comply with this first requirement, noted below as option A and option B. Option A, the first, the very first certificate of occupancy or equivalent was issued on or after the 1st of April 2016 when it complies with the requirements of SDA dwelling. This is important to note the use of the word first in this requirement. Or option B, the dwelling has been renovated or refurbished and issued with a certificate of occupancy or equivalent after the 1st of April 2016 and A, part one, sorry, because of the renovation or refurbishment, the dwelling meets the minimum requirements for a design category other than basic design as noted in Table 5 of the SDA pricing arrangements and the price limits 2022-23, previously known as the Price Guide for Specialist SDA, and part two, the cost of the refurbishment is equal to or greater than the amount set out below in Appendix F, as shown below. So as Matt said earlier, if it was HPS with OOA, we're talking $609,000. If it was robust with OOA, we're talking $495,000. If it was fully accessible, it's $417,000. And if it was improved the ability, $250,000, assuming a four-bedroom house being care plus three participants. So, and then the next one is um, the SDA developer will be required to prove that the amount of money listed in the Appendix F, which is these numbers we mentioned, has been spent. So, again, no shortcuts. You've got to prove payments of all these costs. Now, I think we've pretty much covered those, the basic summary of is it, can it be done? Is it, uh, it can be done, but it's just, it's not viable. Yeah. Anything else to add, Matt? Uh, no, not particularly. Just uh, we decided to do this podcast just to raise awareness of this because it's not a trivial task, and most people think it think it should be. Yeah, but it's not. Look, uh, I, I challenge anyone out there go and ring around and trying to find a builder who want to, who wants to renovate an existing house to be SDA compliant. Like if if you were if you were that determined, 
you have to go hire an SDA assessor and an SDA architect or an access consultant as two. You got to get your you got to get your lender to approve your bank to approve of the renovation costs. Good luck doing that. A building certifier as well, probably to review the paperwork to lodge the council, and then you got to find a builder who. Well, first of all, it's it's hard to find a builder full stop to do a normal new build, let alone a renovation cost. So yeah, I mean, I challenge. I really do challenge anyone to go out there and find someone who. But I think you you touched on it just then before. Getting a justifying getting a loan to yeah. do something like this. It's just, I don't know how they'd value that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It can be done. But like I said, it depends on the age of the, of the house. If it's, we're, we're in 2023 right now, 2016, seven years old. So if it's seven years or younger or lower, then it's possible. You've got to find something to actually do the work anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Matt, I think we're good and done for this topic. It's only a quick little podcast. Uh, we hope that, um, uh, you can direct your inquiries from now on, Matt, towards this podcast for them to listen to. Yeah. Rather, rather than getting into an argument with someone, I said, why can't I just, you know. I thought it was with the argument. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Bye-bye. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and just share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.